way they were doing way they drive those things. They take their cars. They'd be going up and down the hill. You can hear the cans. You meet a girl there, you meet all kinds of stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you got to wear the white smock. And that's that. And that's all there was ever to it. And nowadays you look at Dover, I don't see a malt shop in sight. Right? You don't see any these cars. They got the underglow on them and stuff like that. It's just not the same it used to be. Right? Because the manufacturing went away and you got the doorbells factory. It all went downhill. And they put all the sludge in the river and you shouldn't do that. I don't know if there needs to be rules, but it's just not right. I knew a guy from Allentown, Hester Rum. We'd go, me and, he, me and him, we'd walk. And the sidewalks then were different. They'd go this way instead of this way. You know what I mean, man? And, you know, we saw these two dudes. These guys were looking like, well, they weren't working. I'll tell you that much. And they, hey, it was a sunny day, and you could see the sweat on their heads. And then it's like, well, maybe a cold one would do them, do them good. And it's like, well, you know, a quarter would probably uh, take care of that. And that's not what we're talking about today. Today you can't get a quarter for a drink or two or when I was running in 1988, when I first wanted to become president of uh, Mommy States, I was going in there, and it was more about you know, it was more about you know, going into Brooks Brothers and trying to get the square sport coat you could. And nowadays, it's all about you got these guys yelling at you, and they're yelling at you digitally, and they got they're waving their fingers in their face, and they're showing up to your rallies, and they're ruining the good moods. You know, but back in the day, I got the nice pointy shoes. You get the square jacket, and you stand up with a bunch of other guys with square jackets, and you pat each other on the back till one of you decides, well, you know, only one of us can take the blonde girl out for a nice spin. So who's it going to be? No. And you figured it out. Now, thing is, you're seeing in towns like this and towns everywhere across America, it's you should, a girl has the softest lips in town doesn't mean she's the best kisser. What uh what what would what, what uh uh Barack uh Barack Sanders saying is he's trying to say you know I can put my jacket over the puddle you no need to get your pool skirt wet well you know used to be when it rained that skirt was getting some puddle on it okay it's something we understood because as sure as you pay the soda man for a cherry fizz. You give your doctor a slap on the back and a checkbook in his pocket for what he's done for you. So, you know, I'm not really with all the guys around here saying screaming and yelling and crying and kicking, saying, "Oh, okay, we gotta, we gotta make, we got, we gotta make it so that doctors, you see the doctor whenever, okay? Because we're we're in this, we're pushing the same wagon up the same hill, and if some people think that they they're driving. Well, Mac, you can you can put a brick on the steering wheel and sugar in the gas can, but you're not getting up that hill any faster. Okay, that's really what it's all about. And I was pushing, I was pushing for four times, five times, six times at Congress. I was pushing to have these laws put in, get these streets made up what they're supposed to be. These streets aren't going the right way. They're saying, Joe. Well, we can't just, you know, we can't just make it happen just like that. It's like, well, what do you want? A bag of honey rascals? We're going to do this thing. And I tell them, you know, if you want to get moving, I got, you know, 
700 buses. If you want to get on one of those, I'll meet you there. But in the meantime, that's that's what we're going to be doing here. I was uh, I was I was talking to voters. I was talking to a, to to a, uh, Betty Betty Gunt, and we we're talking about the Cortana virus. And she and I, I was I was I was keeping my hands to myself, and I was telling her I'm like I could put some hand sanitizer in your hair and in the nape of your neck back in the day, and that could have helped st- solve some of this stuff. But nowadays, you know, the stuff that you know. It, they're they're telling you, and the nape of the neck, you know, that's not a sexual thing necessarily. It's it's just a part. Uh, intimacy and sex are a different thing. And you know, back then we knew that because you would take the girl and you'd walk her around, right? You showed her all your best pals, and you'd show her off to all, and you get her home at the right time. And the reason why they had poodles on their skirts was because they wanted to be uh, patted on the head like a dog. Now, now, see today, you know, thing was. If you met a woman in any type of uh, setting, was it business or travel, you'd want to, you know, maybe give her give her rubs. See see what it's like when you turn her around. Get a full full 100, 180 Fahrenheit view. But now, you know, they're saying we want to be shaking on the hands inside the we want to we, we want to shake the inside of the hands just like you would a fella. And I'm okay doing that. They're okay doing that, and you know we're we're okay just giving them give giving the giving those pause meeting. But you know now we're finding out that uh, with the with the Wu, the the Wu Tang uh, disease that we shouldn't even be doing that. So really, what you're seeing is every time that there is something that's going on. President's got to be the guy going. I know what's at the top of the ticker, and I'm not going to shake any ladies' hands until they say it's okay to. And that's and, a problem. Just because women, just because women can wear pants now, don't mean that I got to wear a skirt, Jack. You get it? All right. We're talking. We're talking about serious stuff. We're not playing bumper cars here, okay? Look, cup. I got you know all kinds of all kinds of people. That I talked to across this country on this campaign, they're telling me what what things used to be, what things used to be better at. And I remember we used to catch, we'd be running around, we'd be catching jelly beans, <clears throat> jelly jelly bugs in jars. We'd stack them up, <laughs> we let those we let those be stacked up, and you could just see them. And everyone would they they pay you a dollar if if you're going there, you're going there downtown, you're carrying a whole jar of those, and you give them to the to a police officer, you give them to a the mailman. Didn't matter who it was. Well, they'd give you a kiss on the lips. They, you know, they they say job well done. You know what? Even if your milkman came by, he he was he was giving you a handshake himself. People don't talk about that no more. I don't see. You know, Sanders is joining Trump with this whole thing, saying that Joe, you, Joe, you're you're the kind of guy who. It does got the the kind of the kind of chest this country needs. Well, by God, I'll take my shirt off right here. You know, you would have a, you would have a lady that worked for you, and they, it was the secretary thing, but it wasn't a sexy kind of thing. People don't people get the wrong idea. It wasn't a sexy kind of thing. You know, it was just the way it went back then. You touch them on the chin a little bit while you're leaning on the desk, and you smile, and your wife hates her, but it's not really a thing. God bless her, Doctor Joe Biden, my wife, and. Uh, 
I am Joe Biden's wife that is she's just one of the best people that ever kind of understood that kind of stuff back then. You know, because women weren't able to go fishing off the wharf back then. They, they weren't allowed on the wharf, right? But nowadays, they can go gigging for crawdads whenever they want. They could do it in the middle of the night if they want. And that just shows you a lot of stuff's changed for our society in a good way. In a, in a, you know, women can take pictures at restaurants. They can say, love these ladies. And they can, they, can, they can put their arms around each other. And nowadays, it's the guys that got to, like, say, hey, Buster Brown, watch where you're stepping. Because we don't want to get suit on our nice suit because the exhaust pipe's going to come backfiring at us. And I'll admit, I've been a few times where I've got my face caught in the tailpipe or I look through the binoculars and got the ring around my eyes. But at the end of the day, I'm always there with my million-dollar smile saying, what's Chipper? What's up, Doc? You know, there was, there was a time uh, when Democrats and Republicans and liberals and, and conservatory used to uh, used to spend a lot of time together and, you know, as a young senator, young senator, $18,000 a year, you know, it's a brand new suit, fresh out of the box, and you can still smell that price tag. And there was, a, there was a man in there who was a respected senator from South Carolina. His name, Senator, of course, uh, uh, Philbo Phil Edward Sayer. Um, and he, he, he and I worked on a lot of things, we worked on a lot of things together. We worked on, you know, making sure that uh, the water fountains in the Pentagon were labeled the right way. Things that you know, all Americans of all types of sizes, you know, petite or, or large marge could agree on that we need to be doing. And uh, I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, Joe, women need what the Jews had. I said, what do you mean? Because I thought, you know, admittedly, he had his problems with the Jews. He really did. He thought he thought that every Jew alive in the world had been alive for 5,000 years and was being punished by God for killing the Lord. And I told him, come on, man, timelines don't even sync up. But he said that women, there needs to be a bar mitzvah for women where they become women. And women who have more experience being women can take them around, take them by the hand and say, okay, here's what you got to do. Here's the business with the Tampax. Here's the difference between the Tampax, the tampon. Here's what you got to put in your hair. Because nowadays you're seeing women, they're fresh out of college. They don't know what they're doing. They go in, they go in to talk to their boss. They're putting makeup on right in front of them. I don't think these are dumb girls. I don't think these are bad girls. But... They just no one no one's telling them what they have to do because we're not as together as we could be as a as a as a as a the the nation anymore if we if we could be as together as I know we ought to be women of all types anyone from Bette Midler to Ava Gardner can have a job as a scientist or lawyer. We're talking about talking about my vote record. When people bring up my voting record, we talk about 2003, John Bush, President John Bush. My votes were with him out of solidarity because we used to be bipartisan. We used to be a country in the face of evil. We would stand together. You know, people, people try to break it up and split it up now. We, we, we stay like that forever. We're going to be living in pumpkins. 
I was talking to a voter recently. It was, uh, it was a man named Homer Simpson, and he says, uh, you know, what are we going to do about the Cordoba virus? And I'm like, don't, don't. Bl-. I said, first, uh, I said, hey, I know it ain't all berries and cream turtle dove, but you can't talk that way about the Spanish, good friends of mine. And, uh, you know, I, I, it was a, uh, I, I learned a lesson back, you know, because my life hasn't been all peaches and cream, right? It's, uh, I had brain surgery in, uh, in 96. And they gave me part of a little bit of a brain of a Portuguese man. I learned a lot during those times. I said, hey, buddy, you know, talking to myself, like, I guess, you know, you know, the Madero music, I get it. I get it a little bit. And I grew up a little bit that day, you know, trying to figure all that stuff out. But, you know, this Ortega virus isn't a joke. That's why we all need to be taking showers at least once a day. We all need to be washing our hands after we eat. We got to tuck in our napkins at dinner time. It's just simple stuff we got to take that's going to take a, a, a culture change. There were, there were three guys around here. Everyone knew him. One guy, he was bald. One guy, he had one of those haircuts. You'd see, you know, maybe on one of my granddaughters, maybe on one of your granddaughters, someone who lives in one of those parts of New York now where she's uh, getting UTIs. <laughs> then there was a guy with the Mar- sort of sideways Mart Simpson hair. They call these guys fools. They call these guys clowns. They call these guys everything, but you know, late for dinner, man. This is a true story. And they would, they would, they, you know, if it was if it was raining soup, these boys would run out of straws. Fact, not fiction. <laughs> but thing was, when they took a bath, they would all get into one big claw foot bathtub together, and they make each other each other was clean. And when you know it, even though these guys they call them the town fools, they never had any anything like 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 uh, Kidoba virus, nothing like that. Because we used to look after each other, from everyone to Zippy Zimmerman, the town accountant, to those guys, the the three the three stools. Dover, I yield my time, Mac. I, I was talking to a voter the other day, and he brings me into his office, and it's Dr. Dink Rinklage. And, and his voter sits me down, and he's like, Joe, you know, I, I want you to draw a clock for me. And I'm like, you know, we got all this stuff going. We got all these toxic Bernie bros coming in, crashing rallies. We got all this stuff, and you're kind of trying to get me to draw a clock? And I'm, I'm doing it, and I'm doing the numbers. I'm remembering all of it, and I'm getting it in great. And I'm saying, listen here, Jack. Right, just because your flapjack's burnt on one side, don't try to flip it on the ceiling. Because at the end of the day, that sucker's gonna fall on your head at dinner time. And I'm and and I yield my time, Mac. We used to we used to fill our shoes with pennies. We shoes with pennies to go running. We go to we go we go Jennifer Tuesdays. We go to her house. We'd be able to peek over the fence because of the pennies. We we'd be able to maybe catch a sight of her bra, her mom's <laughs> bra, which was much bigger than hers. <laughs> And we'd take the pennies in our shoes. We'd buy candy books, comic books with the with the pennies. We'd be shorter, but we'd be just as fast. And Jennifer Tuesday, we'd see her at school. We'd say <laughs> blue because we knew what color it'd be. And she said that she didn't know what we were saying, but that was what it was. No. I have some things here. Uh, some things here that my younger advisors have uh, told me to told me people are waiting to hear from me listen 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 jack 
You want to say that I'm not fit for office? There's marginalized, you're doing a marginalized uh, violence to the space, the spaces inside, inside my body. Is that what I'm supposed to say? I don't have ableism. I don't have that problem, Mac. I don't have any problem talking to anyone. I don't have the able to. Oh, okay. no, they're they're able. Anyone who's anyone who's trying to be ableist, saying that I have dementia. Uh, you got some. You you've you've performed liminal spaces and bodies, Jack. That's I that was uh. I grew up as a stutterer, and people say, Joe, you you know, you've never had a, a problem in your life. You know, you've been on easy street cruising down with your best gal, one arm around her, one arm outside the car. You know, I say, listen, Jack, I was, a, I was a stutterer, and I grew up, and we were the transgenders back then, except we could use the same, we'd use any bathroom we wanted, as long as it was the guy's one. So I know what it's like to go through adversity. I know, I know what it's like to go through adversity. I know what it's like to go through anniversary because I've been married to Dr. Joe Biden for over 100 years. When I was, when I was still president, I would I'd get letters <laughs> written to me that say, Joe, you're all right, but you know, this Christmas, my kids can't have the gifts they need. And I said, that just breaks my heart. I'm not going to let this happen this year with, with you know, the, the virus flu that got going around. It, no matter what, everyone gets candy canes. And, you know, president we got now, he's no good. Be telling people that they can't be going out there. We used to go up to the ski lift. I go to the ski lift. I do pull ups on it. I'd like to see him do that. I used to work there. I used to work as a ski guard. I was a lifeguard with skis. Go up and down the mountain every day, twenty times. You name it. Me and West Bundle, we, we rode the we rode those waves, those snow waves. You don't see it no more. The president now, he won't do that. You know why? Because he's a coward. You know what? The guy in the back with the sign, I'm on to you, Jack. I know what you're angling for. I'll do parkour for you right now. I'll go do a flip. I'll go run up a ramp. It's easy for me. Don't what you're trying to say. I'm in the best shape of my life. I've never been stronger. I'm growing like a dang sassafras tree over here. You can count my rings, bud, after I knock you out. All right? So we had about enough of that thing about this place man is the character you know i had the great honor great honor of being the young the, the young member of the senate for this race that were that we were in went over here went over from dover international airport to germany 19 1945 and it was my great honor to be arrested with Eli Bizel protesting the Holocaust movement. <laughs> I, knew a, I knew a beautiful woman, beautiful woman lawyer, beautiful lawyer woman, her, she, Elizabeth City. She was a prosecutor, Elizabeth City. Totally crust. Her and I had a lot of good times together. We'd go, we'd go to the fairs. And the fairs, you know, they have the darts, the balloons. You could throw them out there and by God, I took that guy. I said, "Hey, Chip, if I get every balloon on this board, you give me every praise you have." Don't you know what? I gave Tully Crust everything I told her I would. Americans are sick of laying down, 
Every American wants to stand up. People are sick and tired of going in, seeing their, their dad with half a wife beer, covering only one half of his belly, sitting on a Shea Lounge, <laughs> baking in the sun. I remember the great, great guy around here. Great guy. They used to call him, they used to call him the Churchill of Delaware. His name was Frederick Crisp. What he did is he had the patent on Delaware Taffy. He said he said to me, he gave me my first job ever. And it was it was it was, it was cleaning up the wrappers on the floor of the Taffy factory. He said, Joe, don't you understand? Don't you understand? Because I would ask him, come on, come on, Crisp, give me a nickel. Give me a nickel, snack. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me come on, let me have a quarter. Because I wanted to get all, I wanted to get all of the laughing, the, the laughing cherries and the, the, the flying peppers and all, all the great things we had when we were, when we were, we were so small. He said, listen, <laughs> don't you understand, Joe? I know your dad, Joe. And don't you understand? People want to hand five instead of a handout. Okay. And I remember that every day for the rest of my life. You know, back then you had guys like Henny Youngman, great funny men that were on TV all the time, right? The TV was black and white. We didn't have all the channels nowadays like the Logo and BET. Just Henny Youngman doing his jokes there. And he would make fun of his wife, you know. He would said he was going to shoot her out of a cannon at a brick wall. And, you know, but that's just how it was back then. He wasn't actually going to do it. That's the point of a joke. And he loved her, and he actually spent all night picking petunias for her. And he'd wake her up with the petunias for breakfast in the morning, just because that's how much he meant to her. You know, you cut down a tree, see how many rings it has, tells you how old it is, you know? We don't got that now. <laughs> you know, cigarettes went from being a big band thing, you know, a nice, a nice dance with the lights and the nice checkered floor, and now the bands aren't so big, and cigarettes became a jazz thing. You can, and that's just that's just how it works, Jack. You know, you can take all the bottles in town to the recycling man. Still not going to turn the stagecoach into a Cadillac. We used to go you to the we used to go to the the birthday party, the Christmas races. We'd go down there. We'd walk him walking up and down all day in the sun. There <laughs> didn't matter if your ice cream melted, your jelly beans melted in your pants. You drink them all down. You find a girl, you see her blonde brunette, redhead, by God, you had you name it, they were there. And they're my god, the first time I saw a bikini piece bikini. She was in one of those. Her name was Regina Clapp. And she was she was the daughter of she was well sure she was the daughter of the second mayor. And and he he knew my father. They went to they went to secondary school together and they served in the army together. Back then, photos were still in black and white. You don't see those now, and these kids don't even know they have the color now. And that's you know, back then. That's what I'm talking about today. And back then, country music used to be the rap music, right? Because that thug George Jones couldn't stop singing about wine. And you would go to the dance on a Friday night at 6 p.m. Right? And they'd do last call at 6:30 because everybody's got to get home and get tucked in bed tight. 
by their servants. And, and I saw the girl Tuppy Dorwin. I'm looking at her. I'm saying, hey, I ain't your grandpa, but you can stand on my shoes while we dance. My first one of one of the great jobs I've had around here, around Delaware, back when, you know, dad said, Joey, times are tough. We're moving from one part of Dover to another part of Dover. Um, <laughs> I used to draw the bluebirds that people would get for their tattoos. Draw five bluebirds a day. <laughs> and always great. I was paid 35 cents a day. And, you know, my plan was I was going to save up for a Chevrolet Grand Buffet. It was the biggest car in town. <laughs> but, you know, nowadays, kids try to work. They try to go out. They try to get a job, learn the meaning of a hard hard value of a, a dollar dollar paid. They're getting on there. They're going on. They're going on Orly fans. They're going on. They're going. They're going on. Uh, they're going on. Uh, X, 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 D vids. They're going on all <laughs> these places, and they're they're showing their, you know, their things that ought not to be shown. And if you want to, in the privacy of your own home, you know, show your husband, show your boyfriend, show your 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 father-in-law your nipple. That's one thing. If you want to do a show for that, but this isn't what it was about back then because, you know, that's the thing. I learned a lot at that job, drawing those bluebirds. I learned a lot. I have, uh, I have, I have, I have long earlobes. The kids would come up and stuff my earlobes into my inner ear. <laughs> they pop right back out because... <laughs> These were all. These were all. These were all. Uh, these were all Portuguese. This is a Portuguese side of town. As everyone knows, the Portuguese their earlobes are connected to the rest of their head. They don't know what the dangly part's like. So they, they I learned about. I learned about earlobes. I learned about you know, uh, Portuguese men spilling wine in my lap. I love Portuguese communities. But if we got to do is. You got to sit your kid down in front of the tattoo artist and make him look at those images. Make him look at a heart with mo the word "mom" over it. Make him look at a picture of a knife that says the singing the singing blackbirds because that's your gang. Make your child see images and recognize what they are. America has far too long been cruising around on the hot rod of luxury and not parking it turning the engine off and getting under it and tinkering around, right? We were too afraid of our duck butt haircuts getting messed up or smudging up our nice white t-shirts that we're too afraid to get on that little wheelie thing and really get down there and wrestle with some grease. And, and that's what I feel like it's all about nowadays, Jack. And we got to get back to that kind of working American attitude. You know, you used to have Barbie and Ken, right? And it's great now that, you know, Ken's in a punk band he's got earrings right it's great it's good for ken but now there ain't no one to put sunscreen on barbie's back you know hell i'll put i'd put it on her back back in the day and that's just to be nice i know my wife dr joe biden seems to appreciate that but even concerning that nowadays with the obama virus you got to be careful and ask people for permission if you're going to touch them or not and, you know, I, I, I put it on with these girls, you know, and, and, and these girls are nice. And, you know, you want to be careful if you put the sunscreen on because they're like straight cats. They'll bite you. 
And that's why I only touch Dr. Joe Biden. What's this cam? What this campaign's look, Doc? This campaign's about from everyone saying who the money's coming from for me to become the next candidate. Everyone's getting the from people in suits, billionaires. Well, I'll take the help, all the help I can get. This is America. From them to Ricky in Arkansas eating some Jamie's lemon fellows. Okay, you go. You telling me that you can't go to the sandy beaches? You building a castle? You make a moat around it? But you got no water. Where are you going to get it from? You know, you got your mouth full of Ding Dong's chocolate malt, uh, malt balls, right? And you're sitting there drooling on yourself, and you're saying, I'm going to bite the hand that feeds me, which is rule number one from most of the songs back in the day. Because guess what, Jack? We got the Osama virus coming at us hot and fresh. And Dr. Donald Draper, uh, the president, is not going to take this laying down, so neither are we. Because if his guys are going to get it, then guess what? So are we. No, 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 listen, listen, man, listen, no, 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 shh. <laughs> listen, man, listen, I, you, you are, you're full of it. I'm not afraid to say it. you're full of it. I don't want to, I have all types of guns at home. I, I have, I have a, Remington 1260. I've got the 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 dual pistols. I've got I've got a, I've got a gun blade. I've got a Buster sword. I've got all of it, Jack. You want to talk about the Second Amendment, First Amendment? You can't get to the Second Amendment before you get to the first. You tell me what you want to do with that. We can go outside right now, and we'll see how we'll see how red your nipples get, pal. Like that. Like that. See how fast. Let's see how your lips move pretty fast. See how fast they move when I'm on top of them. Get yeah, out. Get out here, man. We're gonna go gangbusters on doc on the uh, Republican president right now. Force Donald Gu- Force Gump. We're gonna we're gonna get his ass. Uh, and pardon my language, you know, because we got all these kids and they're eating lunch all day. And you know, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm saying we got all the smart kids, we got the Chinese kids, we got the Portuguese. Hell, even the black kids. I'm gonna give them a lunch today. I'm gonna pack it and get them nice lunch with cut up the crust off their bread. Cause guess what? We're not getting that type of TLC no more. We're not getting that type of America anymore. You know, we're not smelling women's hair like we used to. Right? I was just talking to a voter, Tuppy Dorwin. And I don't remember a single thing she said, but I just remember the emotion of which she said it. And I said, listen here, Jack, Jill, I'm going to take you. I'm going to dress you up like a Thanksgiving dinner. And at the end of the day, you're going to go home and you're going to take those chicken homes to roost. Because all we got's each other, Jack. That's what the black guy, Obama, O'Driscoll taught me. Talk about guns. You want to talk about firearms? I got a gun. I got John Wayne's gun. I got Remington BB guns. I got... I got a I got a needler. You should ever shot a uh, Thompson. You probably haven't. You probably don't even know what a Thompson is. We call it a Tommy gun. That's what Al Capone shot. An American gangster from Chicago. That's what we dealt with then. You don't see gangsters now because all the gangsters are in the office. They're named Don Donald. Listen, man, listen. We're Democrats. We believe in truth over inconvenience. We believe in journalism. Over mass shootings, we believe 
it's soda pop, soda pop over uh, uh, the, you know, you know, you, you, you know who I'm talking about. Listen, if you want to come here and you want to, you want to say all different types of Democrats or to try to take the party you want to be with Trump, well, be my guest, man. But if you're trying to dance the tango, who's gonna who's gonna pull up the chair for you like those Jewish fellas at their wedding? Thank you. I yield my floor, Mac. Uh, we've built an, in- an incredible coalition uh, to take down Forrest Gump. And we got all the best guys with me, and I've gotten so many endorsements last I got I got Mater Mate I got Major I got Major Pete. I got Ma I got I got Major Pete. I got uh Amy Clo- the Yeller. I got old Yeller. I got the 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 thin lipped looking fella. I got the tiny I got Mike Bloomberg. Uh he's uh elf in the shelf, I got Cory Booker, who's uh, like uh, reminds me of Obama. Not sure why. And then Kamala Harris, who the second I met her, I said, uh, I, "I said what good hair," and I touched it. That's what I heard they like to do. And then together, we're gonna show up. We're gonna go to the White House. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kick out the riffraff. We're gonna we're gonna bundle up the garbage. It's like the parents have come home after the teenagers threw threw a party. Like where they're wearing togas and drinking uh, twice as much sodas on a normal Friday. I was talking to my friend Bargano, Bargano Obama. He was it was my birthday. We were playing cosmic golf. My birthday cosmic golf. I said to him, "You know what we're gonna do here is something new, something that we work towards." We talked about when we when you were in office with me as president, when we were doing what we were doing. And if you've seen that man, you've seen him shirtless like I have. You know what he's capable of. Listen, listen. When it comes to when it comes to uh, the uh, guitar hero virus, we are we're gonna stand. We're not gonna leave people out to their own selves. We're not gonna let people going in the streets, da- dancing on flagpoles, trying to raise a quarter so they can get their farm back. Okay, we will give low interest loans and credit cards to anyone who loses employment due to the Genova virus. You know, we didn't have problems like the Omega virus back in my day because we all tucked our shirts in. When you went to the urinal, you just zipped it down and you pulled your stuff through, right? And nowadays, it's a radical idea because everybody wants to listen to Nirvana. But we had it figured out where we didn't get affected by the, uh, the O'Driscoll virus. You know, that's why I've gotten so many endorsements from... Major pain and Andrew, you know the the one guy, the the not like the other one guys, you know him. We could just pull our stuff through, and we wouldn't have, and we when we we'd shake hands, but it's because we didn't touch this. We you know we wiped, but we didn't touch the stuff. You know, the middle class. We're talking about when you go to breakfast and you go there and you eat everything. You eat pancakes, you eat eggs, you got your bacon, your toast, you got your sausage links, you got your bacon, you got your ha- your pancake ham, you got your waffle syrup. You go to bed and you go, and you're so tired and you go back to bed and you got too many blankets. <laughs> you got so many blankets on that bed and it's, and then you're sweating and next thing you know, 
You're back eating breakfast. You're eating breakfast again. And then you're eating all those pancakes and syrup, blueberries, strawberries, whipped cream extra on top of it. And you're going, well, what am I going to do when I got to go back to sleep? The bed's got too many blankets and it's too hot. And it just makes no kind of sense. Used to be. But if you were a man with an office, you'd keep another shirt. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, in there, because you didn't know what kind of business you were going to get into. You know, you didn't know if you were going to, you know, chase a secretary around a Christmas tree. You didn't know if you were going to be under the mistletoe with your boss. You didn't know if you were gonna, you were gonna be, you were gonna be playing flying wine, one of the one of the games we had back then. So saying was. You know, even if your your wife was had you in the doghouse, well, you'd sleep on the the couch of, uh, of your office. You go in, you put a new shirt on. It's a new day. You could go by the newsstand, get her a copy of USA Today. Say I'm sorry. She'd say I accept your apology. Nowadays, people are working from home. People are working at their at their desks. They they don't have time to put on another shirt if something happens to the one. If uh. One of the pointier bras tears a hole into their shirt. You know, I don't have to tell you twice. Things are different now. There's no reason or no rhyme for why, why you know, everyone can't wake up and have... You know, the worst trouble we got into back then, we come home, we got the lamp on our head. We got our tie tied around the side of our head because we... Because we had too many mint juleps, right? But, you know, yeah, we were driving. But it wasn't illegal back then. You know, the, that's why they made the cars so long. Because by the time uh, you hit something, hell, bud, you're already out of there. You know, I'd like to, to thank my wife. I'm Dr. Joe Biden. My do- my do- And that's why we're going to beat Forrest Gump. My good friend John Kerry, God rest his soul. Him and what well, we got the work done we got with him and, and our friend John McCain. They were tortured. They were by God. He doesn't have a belly button. The Vietnamese took his belly button from him in the camps, <laughs> and, and they were in the plane together. And he said, "What are we doing here? We got to get out of here, man." And he said, "Well, you know, these are some bad dudes. These Viet Viet Congs. They're going up and down there." They had hot sticks. They'd poke them with the hot sticks. And they're saying, well, you know, my Lord, will we ever see the great United States again? And you know they did. God rest their soul, they'll, they'll never speak to me again, and that makes me sad. I mean, my friend Obama, we've we've been here many times at the gravesite in, in L.A., Los Angeles, where White House is Washington, D.C., from there, too. Excuse, you know, that's why that, that's why we won, you know, in Missouri. We won in, in Michigan and, and and Idaho and California. And not only that, we won all the all the more all the more Obama all the more Obama states, like Mississippi and Alabama. And that's why we're gonna take the White House, because guess what? I'm we're getting a coalition of all these different colored fellas. And we're putting them together in a in a in a coalition, and we're gonna march, just like I marched, you know, in the civil rights era. 
with Mahatma Modi on the salt march to the southern coasts. And we said to the British Empire, you can't, you can't, you, what, are you crazy? Now, I remember talking to my great friend, former Senate, 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 uh, Marana, 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 uh, Marana, uh, Harry Reid. Harry Reid, uh, you know, he's busy here and there doing the things those those fellas do. He's making sure the Jews turn into Mormons after they die, and that's their business. And <laughs> those two groups have something worked out where one can become the other after, you know, death, God rest their soul. You know, then God bless them. But, you know, I asked Harry, I asked Harry, I said, Harry, man, why aren't we winning like we used to? And he, he looked me in the eyes. He put it, he put Everyone knows Harry Reid knows he loves Ephraim's lemon gumdrops. His favorite candy, man. Sour is the day you die, but damn it if you don't remember it. And put one in my hand, and he said, "Joe, can't can't start. You can have the world's fastest typewriter, but you're not writing any letters to any pretty girls if you don't have any ink." And I think about that, and I think about. We've seen so many great candidates in this race. We've seen, we've seen, we've seen Cruella, uh, Cruella Harris. Uh, we've seen, you know, man. Everyone knows her, the meme lady. Everyone knows uh, Pete. He's spending all that time chasing skirts, but there's a great guy somewhere in there. <laughs> B- B- Beto, he may be, you know, wake up on that other side of bed. But even with the foam parties and the leather fathers that that community does, he's still a great guy. That's why I believe that sometimes you got to take 16 of your friends to the store to buy some ink. You know, I first met uh, Bra- 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 O'Driscoll back in the um, uh, you know back in the Punjab days when he was there in that in that place. And, uh, you know, he came over to America. I was the first one. He was smoking Lucky Strikes. And I'm like, we got to get some uh, change. We got uh, we to gotta, we gotta get you to, 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 to get, you know, get sailing on the square-shaped ship, uh, bro. And uh, I took him to Brook, Brooks Brothers. I'm like, listen, buddy, I'm going to make you look like your mama's bread box over here. And don't worry if that thing's empty, because it won't be for a while. And that's kind of how I got involved in his... In, you know, and he introduced me to Martin Luther Lawrence Jr. and helped me with the civilian rights movement. And, you know, I've always been on the right side of history, Jack. You question my record, right? You're going to be questioning why your jaw is crooked. Because I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm built like Master Chief. Well, on this campaign, I, I think about all the, the faces I've seen, the people I meet, the faces I see here in the crowd. See this girl up here in the front, this young lady, this young lady right here, college girl, probably, I'm I'm sure. And she looks like a fair faucet. She's got the bracelets. And I'm thinking, you know, she probably smells like tulips. Not close enough right now, but she says to me, you know, what do you do for me? I said, we're going to make sure your women, they can still write with the right hand or the left hand. doesn't matter. And we're talking about women being able to vote. We're talking about being able to, women to drive cars. Not every country lets people do that. Women should be able to, to work in a man's suit, uh, a suit, uh, work in an office as a man, as, <clears throat> as a boss. We're talking about 
what what women have to offer themselves. I'm looking at her. I say, well, she's got something in her top drawer, huh? Because everyone knows it. You know the the O'Driscoll virus, the uh, the uh, the um, the Irish virus. You know that doesn't have you know political orientation. You know it don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, or uh, the other ones. You know, Lib- librarian party, right? It's uh, you know they got the Covid nineteen is a pandemic. It's uh, it's going to hurt us. And you know what? At the end of the day, we're not going to blame the Portuguese for it. Because, yeah, you know, they, they're not the biggest fans of washing their hands in their chop houses. But guess what? Their cuts of meat, well, they're not good either. And that's just the difference. You know, saying it used to go. Why would, I, why would I shake the butcher's hand when I can milk the cow for free? People know what they're getting into when you go into the voting booth. It's between you, God, maybe your wife. What you do in there, you need to readjust yourself. You need to get your Johnson on the cold cold of your stomach. Bring it back down. He's wearing, wearing some, gym, some gym shorts. That's okay. What you make up your mind, make up your mind to do, make up, we're reminding you to do in there. That's you. I'm only asking you this, man. How can you look children in the eyes and on the lips <laughs> and say this president's president, we have the current president is rated T for teen. You can't hear him. That's not right, man. You got you got you got people not buying DVDs. You don't got people seeing anything anymore. Columbia virus has taken over. People are scared. People want answers. People want a plan. We got a plan. A plan that, well, you know, when you go there, I'm not always in the suit. I'm not always, you know, the man you see. I, I relax too. Got to de- watch my DVD. I got my cool jeans. I wear jeans too. <laughs> Americans wear jeans like they used to. It's coming back. We're not going to let racism win because of that either. Now, what we're talking about today is when you're going to you're you're in your backyard and you're lifting up those rocks. You're cleaning. You're weeding up your yard, your garden. Lifting up rocks. You're collecting salamanders. They got spots. How many spots do they have? You got to count them. They look like the stars. You can't see the stars anymore either because this country's this country's become rotten under Donald Trump. Donald Turner. It's President Donald John Turner. And if you can't can't let the, the salamanders can't live, then what's the point, man? When President Forrest Gump came at my son and said he was corrupt because he took uh Ukraine uh you when when President Forrest Gump came came and said that my son took YouTube bunny and said it was illegal, I, I, I looked him right in the eyes. I said, Come on, Snake, let's rattle, right? And I ain't asking you to dance. I ain't asking you to do the two-step. I'm thinking about four or five before I put you on the ground, right? And I and, and now uh, people say to me, it's like a, a mango Mussolini. And I, and I said, well, you know, let's cut the mustard. Let's cut the, the metaphor and not get cooking with gas. Because at the end of the day, right, me and him got to team up to take out this Irish curse that's getting all these people. They're getting afflicted by the curse. 
and, and not being able to go to work and working from home. And regardless my feelings on my beautiful baby boy Hunter, who I kiss, I want to kiss like he's like made of gold or something, I still got to go down toe-to-toe at the end of the day and do my job to the American people. My, my sons, grandsons, and daughters, they make both kinds, are the greatest joy of my life. And for anyone to accuse anything of wrongdoing into my son Hunter... I call I I I I took Hunter by the back of the neck and I said, "You are you are my sugar goody boy gumdrop. You're my perfect angel of a superhero, trapped in a beautiful special little baby boy. And your lips melt in my mouth. So, you wanna if anyone wants to accuse." Me of any wrongdoing, go ahead. I've Dan, I've, I've, I, I've, I've been at the the water fountain before, man. I know what it tastes like. Anyone who tries to want to accuse my family of anything, well, all the angels in heaven and all the Shylocks at the bank aren't going to make you a, a check that your mouth can can sign off on you want to talk to me about you want to talk about how what i care what i care about the american people i ought to kick your ass you telling me that i i'm ralph nader his seatbelts the seatbelts i came up with that you asked let me grass i came up with that law ralph nader he took it from me he signed it into law it was a great thing a great thing we did together when i made that computer that too bill gates we made the computer we came together we made we said hey man this thing's gotta this thing's gotta work now that now today's workers, they don't want to talk about it. There was an old uh, uh, saying that uh, my good friend um, uh, Michael Bolsonaro said to me: "Is said, um, uh, you know, yeah, if your if if your yo-yo don't come up, bud, that's just a, a rock on a string." And I think about that a lot when we're talking about this Irish curse. Because you can have you can have all the cures for the cancer in the world, but if you can't afford the syringe, then you got a deus ex situation. Invisible war. I want to give a quick shout out to theroof.com who gave me the award. Most black girl magic <laughs> of 2020. <laughs> it's my honor. It's my, it is, man, I am so on. I've, I've won every damn award you can win in politics. Every medal. I use them to hold up you don't believe me? I'm so many medals I use to hold up <laughs> tables that are out of balance. But saying that I have the magic of black girls and women in all types is it's the kind of thing a boy can only dream of, but only a man can achieve. I want to thank you so much, man. And I am going to treasure this and cherish into it every act that I take as president. And I will make sure that I'm the first black senator from Delaware. I was talking with my neighbor, Farmer James. I go to his place in the morning to get milk. I like my fresh milk. I like with my coffee. I like my breakfast. I was wearing my morning hat. He knows my morning hat. It says happy birthday on it. He said, Joe, every time I've seen you wearing that hat for the past 20 years, you don't look a day older. I tell him it's because... 
I live in the greatest country there ever is. People like him, they they make the best. When when you're when you're talking to voters, the in the in the and the voters, they're, they're telling you their 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 needs and their their concerns, and but uh, Barold Barold's campaign is angry and violent. They're shooting them. My God, they're shooting them. Can you believe it? The the the, the candidates, they're you know, I know all the leaders already. Back when I was working with uh, Obama. Right, I already know all these guys. I know, uh, I know Michael Bolsonaro uh, from Brazil, which is like a Portuguese in the woods. And then you got, you know, you got Canada. You got Inspector Clouseau. You got Mark Marin from France and Angela's Ashes from Germany. Right, I know all these guys. I've been friends with these guys. Right, you got uh, the Mister. You got Mister Bad Guy. Uh, Vladimir Putin, right? And he's he's in there, and he, you know, I'm I'm I, I'll put my knuckles up to his jaw, and, and you know, we're gonna sit here and we're gonna go to the G8 meeting, right? And we're gonna have all the Gatorade we can drink, and we're gonna figure this thing out till we're red in the ears, and we're gonna figure out how to handle this Irish curse on a worldwide scale. Over eight thousand people have already died from in G, in, in China. The president. President Hai Ping, and we're we're gonna figure out how to end this Irish curse and for all, and what the repercussions for Ireland's gonna be for starting this pandemic, because they wanted to eat the pangolins so bad. Listen, man, we're not in the in the business of going out to people and saying you got to throw all your bad soup out. We don't want to do that. We know how hard you work for it. We know how good that bat tastes. Some of us, maybe you don't even like eating it. Maybe you just like making it. Well, that's okay. We are in the business of is taking the the getting into the chair of the office, okay? And sitting there and closing your eyes and going, man, I'm sitting where Lincoln was hopefully not I'm going to end up like him uh, not saying that I'm sitting where so many decisions have been occurred and what we're trying to do I just told me that you tell me that to remember telling that to to president DJ drama we're not in here to win votes and the last thing we care about. We're in here so little kids go to sleep at night and wake up with a school to go to. When I, Listen, I, when wa- I was in a, well, when I was in office, I people could go to the doctor. We we did Iran today. You know the kids all on their phones on Yahoo. They're, they're not don't believe in they don't even believe in ghosts. Got ghosts all around the country. People don't even want to they don't even know what to do with them. Tell me, Joe, I got this banshee in my banshee in my yard. It's been here for for centuries. 
said, well, I don't know about that, but I believe you. What are are you going to do about it? Don Turnip, he got... Well, he's got... He's got his house. House is Florida. His friends go... Friends go to. Excuse me. You know, when I was working with Obama on passing helping care, you know, I had to go through Nasty Pelosi in the house. I had to go. I had to go to her house. I had to go to her dinner parties. I had to help her pick out her blazers. You know, because we got to get all the HPV testing that the Midwest needs. That was the big thing back then. And thanks to us, there's only about forty kinds. There used to be as three times as many. Right? We got in there. We got those HPV out of those teens. Right? Even if they wanted it. You know, that's how we're going to do the same approach for the Irish curse. Because when it's going through people and when it's being transmitted by, like, people putting each other's mouths in their hair, it's just a normal behavior, then we have to have a doctor behind them in every school that gives them a lunch so they don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from. And that's not even just the other kids. It's for white kids, too, that have to worry about this stuff now. I've worked with so many people on an international level to try to bring this all together and, and have more premium dollars ready for health car costs. <laughs> and I've always had people behind me saying, Joe, you can't do it. You're just a dummy from Dover. And I said, guess what? This dummy from Dover may not have the biggest coconut on the tree, but goddamn, mine falls the fastest. Pardon my French. Listen, the American people are ashamed. To have a president who spends 18 hours a day in a bathrobe. (laughs) You know, I have bathrobe days. You have bathrobe days. We all have them. When I'm wearing a bathrobe, I'm taking it off by dinner, usually. I'm not wearing it all day. I'm not wearing it to the G8. I'm not making people slide a piece of toast with some jelly on it under a door because I haven't gotten out of the bathrobe and I went to work in it. And in fact, if I am going to work in a bathroom, it's because I forgot to put on my normal clothes. And usually, Doctor, my beautiful, beautiful wife, Doctor Joe Biden, myself, my husband, will not allow me <laughs> to go into work wearing only a bathrobe. You can count on the number of one of your hands how many times I went into the Oval Office wearing one, and that's in the last ten years, man. You're gonna have your Mister Magoo days. Or you step on the construction workers two by four off your balcony and start going in the construction site. But guess what? You're going to have that right husband behind you, Dr. Jill Biden, to take you and turn you around and put you back into your uh, daytime clothes. You're going to have your team behind you to give you the vivance you need to talk into the camera. And guess what? We're going to give you some contacts so your eyes don't dilate. Look, man, I, I may not be, you know, musk redding. But I ain't so bad either. But I'm aware. I'm no spring chicken. I go to sleep. I go to sleep at 8, eight o'clock. There's two 8 o'clocks a day. Some say that's too many. Go to bed. I take all the blankets off. I just need one. But by God, I'm waking up middle of the night sweating. I got four more blankets on me. I'm going, what the hell? Whoever did, Whoever's doing that, I'll knock them on their ass. But who knows who what? Who's doing that to me? Could be me. Dr. Joe Biden on the, on the road, she told me, Joe, you're eating too many breakfasts. I said, well, I need I need about 
I need my breakfast. What's the most important meal of the day? What do they say? It keeps the teacher away like an apple. You know, now now they're talking now they're talking about oh drain oh we're gonna drain the swamp. Listen, man. I've seen the slime of everyone in Washington, DC. Some of it, I've even had it in my mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't think twice before spitting it out. But if you think for a second that you can replace hardworking types of guys you see here with Russia, the American people have an answer for you. And you're going to be going back to your hotel that you live in. And you're going to be wanting to put the, the, the leave me alone sign up. You know, my proudest moment working with President President Barack, President Barack O'Driscoll was the rescue of the American auto industry. Um, knew what those millions of jobs meant to the auto companies. Uh, everybody was proud of their Ford cars. You'd have the guys that would like the Ford, and they, they would have Ford, uh, Calvin pissing on a Chevrolet. And you would have the vice versa with the other way and Calvin peeing on the Ford if you were as thusly a Chevrolet fan. And Chevrolet, even though it's spelled weird, is an American company and not French. And now we're, we're, we got these cars and we, we were able to save it and get some collateral in it. And, and we were able to make these cars bigger. And we were able to make them louder with more exhaust for when you peeled out. For when you wanted to get somebody's attention when you're driving. Uh, when you wanted to have those two mufflers that looked like big shotguns, and we made them big enough so that you could put a banana in them and they'd shoot out like the old days. And I, and I, and, you know, I told him that we, we, you don't want the seatbelts or a middle seat so your girl can get in next to you when you're necking playing tonsil hockey back on, uh, you know, Midnight Hill next to the creek. Maybe the drive-in, seeing a scary movie about Martians or Bigfoot. And people don't realize the auto industry is just not about cars. It's about that kind of experience. Because now we have all the Chinese guys that are coming in and saying, you're going to make our cars. Well, guess what, bud? They're pretty small. And we like them with the long hood so we can drive them to the beach and dip them in the water and not ruin them. But nowadays, you know... President Forrest Gump has completely abandoned that idea, and he, he's made our workers just be, you know, the last Indian on the totem pole, you know, at the bottom getting the dirt kicked on him. And that's not how it should be. You become president, and they throw a party, and you meet people, in the they meet them in the states. They meet you at the states. They make a party in every state they meet you. You make a speech, and it, even when it's bright out and it's, it's not, even, it's not even dinner time. I'm not, can't, I can't even see anyone's faces. I got fingerprints all over my sunglasses, man. What am I going to do with that? And I'm thinking, what am I going to... What am I going to see is people, the beautiful girls, beautiful people, and the students, and then they're young, and they should be playing football. And I can't because they're, they're all getting sick, but they're, they're trying to quit work. You can't quit work, man. That's not what we did. We went and we stayed there. We and we made our we made our. You know what we did? 
I'm not I the first blue, to say it. I played blue head in football with a man named Doyle Watts. It was a Polish man. And Doyle Doyle was known for his short neck and his small head, right? And a lot of people would look at a guy like that, a guy that looks like a Goomba, you know, from the Super Mario Brothers movie, and they'd said, he's got no place on the gridiron, right? But back then, we were two-way, and it was easy for us. So we're going to go ahead and, and feed him some corn till he can play nose tackle, right? And that's what we did, and it took one year, exactly. But by the time next year, he was ready to play because he got four years. And nowadays, people aren't really willing to put that kind of investment in people. And nowadays, you look at Doyle Watts, and he owns his very own car here in America, and he can drive it wherever he wants. And if that's not a success story for the Polish, I don't know what to tell you. Because when we met him, he was eating onions like they were apples. Now, and people around here just saying, Joe, draw a clock, Joe, draw a clock. Listen, I'll give you anything from, <laughs> give you anything, man, from a sundial to Big Ben, okay? But saying goes, if you don't want dogs in your bed, you might as well start making it. You know, because we we had we had we had something we had something back back in Dover, and it was called Wagon Days. What happened was every parent had to take their kid's wagon to school instead of their car. <laughs> and you know, for the fellows that liked a little bit more of the ale than what else you. You know, it was a good day for them because, you know, <laughs> the smoky, the smoky's not putting, <laughs> smoky's not putting on their flash of cherries for a grown man in a wagon, even if he is two six packs away, okay? But the thing was, what everyone loved about Wagon Day was it's time to take a breather, man. It would take you about three hours by wagon to get from Dover to Wilmington, and that's if you were going downhill, and you very rarely were, because on account of the Polish didn't like hills, they'd flatten them out. That's another story for another time. They thought that they thought that uneven land meant that there were demons around, and we know now that's not true thanks to the advances of Dr. 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 Stevie Hawking, God rest his soul, and Dr. Jobs. But, you know, I think about that a lot. You know, we don't have Wagon Day anymore. Unfortunately, you know, as part of the 96 crime bill, the originators of Wagon Day were tried and put into federal prison for racketeering. But we got to slow down. We got to slow down. If I was, if I'm in there... I'm telling everybody, just get in your kid's wagon today. You don't have to go to work in it. You don't have to drunk drive in it, though. I do not think, I do think that if you complete a lifetime of drunk driving, you don't kill anyone, you should get an award. But, you know, we've got to think, you know, sometimes the best answers come from the mouths of babes. But sometimes the mouths of babes They've got quarters in their ears, and we got gumdrops in our eyes. Well, the only way to fix that is to blow your nose. But sometimes, 
tissue store just got shut down. That's what we're talking about here. Met a young man who worked with the computers. He uh, wore a long black coat. He told me, he said, Joe, we got we got something going on here. There's something going on. He didn't say that exactly, but I knew what's what. I could tell what he was what he was going for. And he knew that by force they would have to do it or not. He said the machines were gonna be the machines were doing everything. Can't be doing that, they're taking jobs. Have machines taking jobs. I said I said, Neo, we're gonna fix this thing. And he said to me, well, he didn't say to me. He's he did the thing. He he flew out of there. By God, it was three a.m. My hotel TV. When he spoke, he talked to me there in my hotel. That's where he met me. That's what this campaign's all about. People committed. They come to your hotel room. They take out all the blankets you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I met with a, a young voter named Sally Woofert. <laughs> and, and, and she was she was very passionate about not being touched on the elbow. And after that was figured out, she said, you know, we, we, we got all these progressive people here. We got all, all these people that want, you know, climate change and health care. And, and they want, uh, you know, to stop being touched on the elbow. And I said, you're speaking Spanish to me, sister. You're going to have to say this stuff once at a time because we got Dr. Forrest Gump in the White House right now, and I'm more worried about Dr. Jill Biden than I am about little... You know, the best thing about the Red Wagon days was that the kids got to drive the cars for once. So you had to train them a little bit before they could. Because otherwise, you'd have a whole mess on their hands, and you'd be, you know, six, you know, two sheets to the wind in your little red wagon, not worried about what little Timmy and Sally are doing at the public school. Now, I think the biggest thing we learned on those wagon days, it's not that hard to drive a car. <laughs> you know, make a whole big deal about it. We have laws for vehicular manslaughter, try to make it sound as scary as possible, when the truth is... Enough elbow grease and the enthusiasm of youth. Anyone can drive a car. And I think healthcare is the same way. Anyone can buy health insurance. Anyone can be their own doctor. It just takes the willingness and know-how to be able to know what how you're going to do it. Okay? And, you know, believe me, okay? You can't start, you can't start planting roses until you smell the manure. But that manure isn't coming, okay? Until you get to Home Depot. And to do that, you got to get out of your bathrobe, even if it is a bathrobe day. You know, you got the kind of mentality here with Forrest Gump that he's, you know, he's he's trying to climb this problem, and he's got a ladder with no rungs. And I say, buddy, that's just two sticks. And I wouldn't give your problems to a monkey on a rock. Talking about... Maybe some days you're walking and whether it's morning or it's the the night where the sun's where the sun's gone. You walk into a maze, a big maze. You don't know where you're at. 
spend two days in there trying to get out. Having to eat even eat the gravel as a snack. We used to work in the quarry, the gravel in the gravel pits. Go on lunch. They say, "Where are we going? Where are we going for lunch?" You didn't say that. You just eat what was in front of you. You get gravel. That was your lunch. It was, and it was fine for us to eat. They don't make gravel anymore either. You don't need it. All the roads are they're made of road, not gravel. Now, you know, every type of you can you can have the biggest cupcake in town, but if you don't have a plate. Chances are that frosting's going in your lap. We got we have we have a country filled with people who want to turn a cupcake into a family style cake, give everyone a slice, and then we got people who have an entire wedding cake, and they think they can last the whole year on it. Well, I got some news for you, man. People aren't built like squirrels. You think you can hold some frosting in your cheeks till winter? Will be my guest. Chances are, all you're going to get is a cavity for your troubles. So I'm going to ask you this: Do you want to pitch in together to make it happen, or do you want to you want to sit out alone, thinking thinking you're the cream of the crop because you got all the cake in the world? You can be the smartest squirrel in the woods, but it you know you can have all the nuts. But if you ain't got a tree to hide them in, bud, you're squat. Now, we're thinking about going outside. It's just, hey, man, it's so big. Where are you going to go? You, well, you can go anywhere. In America, that's what it's about. Go anywhere you please. But, well, sometimes you end up 100 miles where you're meant to be. You walk there in the middle of the night. Got no shoes on. And when you got your your head, and it's, your head's bleeding, you're bleeding, man. It's like, what am I gonna do? What the hell has happened? Some some police officer, they want to come and help you, and saying, you know, you're in the same place you went to sleep in, six blankets on top of you. <laughs> and it's like, how the hell did I get here? Either. Everyone's everyone's been through it, man. Everyone's had that time. Where a phone in the house is ringing, and you're talking to somebody. You're talking. You know who you're talking. You're talking to. You're talking. You're talking to to Dave Tingle. You're talking to. You're talking to Lawrence Lettuce. You're talking to. You're talking to 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 Craig to to Craig Frosty. Wouldn't you have know it that your your wife tells you those people have been dead for thirty years? It's easy to get confused. Is my point. And everyone's had the time where they try to use the coffee maker and they end up putting an entire box of Raisin Bran in it, in the filter. Because the, it's shaped the same way as a bowl. You could just be in a rush and not be able to tell. Sometimes, sometimes you may wake up and you may think it is 1961 and you have to keep whites and blacks from mis- mixing. At Pulaski Day. We've all had that. Every year that people come into your doorstep, they're dressed like ghosts, dressed like Frankensteins and Draculas. These people, they're all, they're all creeps. They're, they're asking for you for stuff. You got nothing to give them. You make them pancakes. You put them in their, their, their pillow sacks. You say, eat those. And man, I was a kid too, you know? 
And I, when I was a kid, we'd paint fences for fun. We'd, we'd eat the seeds and the apple, and it'd be fine. They tell you you can't do it now. Wait for it to rain. It'd be worms out. You use worms to fish. You eat the worms too. That'd be another lunch, just like the gravel pits. Man, what what this country's missing is you don't take rafts down rivers no more. You don't. Man, what what happened to being friends with older black men? Can't do it. Why not? We got racism as a problem. Well, no more. Cause we fixed that, man. Well, me and Brooke, we we were present. That's what it was. Ten years we were doing that. I've been doing that for a long time. When I was eight years old, my best friends were a man named Tippy Toe and Tinky Tom, and they were 28. And we used to play checkers in the park and go swimming. And it was just normal back then. We'd sit at the park and we'd wait for the women to get to, to, to get the career women, they called them back in the day. We'd sit on the bench, right? You know, when I got older in job interviews, I asked them, you know, how are you going to care for your children while you're helping me? And that, you know, you know, the work, you don't, you know, you're going to have a family, you're going to get that in, some man's going to take you away from me, and what am I going to do then, you know? And if Joe, if Dr. Joe Biden calls, you know, I'm her husband, but I'm at the, you know. You're waking up, and you got your, your campaign man, and he's bringing in his friend. Every morning, this guy, God bless the doctor, he's telling you, Say 50-50, say tip-top, say huckleberry, say baseball player every morning. I say I know those words the, like the back. He makes me hold my arm, my leg, both sides. He's asking me to smile. Man, that, and people say they don't take care of you, these doctors in this country. That's not true. I've seen it. I, I tell them they got to stop giving me these blankets, man. And he says, well, they're they're keeping you warm. And I say, hey, man, I slept I slept in the Korean War with not a, not a cloth on my body. I knew Flapjack. And I knew I knew tap dance. I knew all the boys <laughs> hung out around there. They were serious boys. They had big hairdos. Fact was, back then, saw somebody with big hair. You knew to stay clear of them. Or at least I should have known, but I wasn't that type of guy because he told little jo- Joseph Biden that there was trouble around the corner. Well, he was faster there to get there than almost his bicycle chain could allow him. Flapjack and uh, Tap Dance and all them, we knew each other and we understood each other. So now if you have big hair... It means that you know you're with you're with Major Pete or you're 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 going to, you're going to the show with the the Pong Save guys. Your mouth is open all the time. Back then, it meant you were a serious cat, okay? For all the little mice, that meant hide the cheese. But we used to we used to go around. We used to. We used to play, you know, find the Coke bottle, you know, pass the pixie stick. We used to throw hoops hoops on a stick. We did all those great things that we, we loved. But I think about those times and I miss those times. 
I was in because... South Alabama with full Nelson Mandela. We were working back on the black stuff back then. That was taking up most of the time back then because you had the blacks and you had the whites, and they just couldn't figure it out. And I was down there trying to talk with them, and I, you know, and that was when I was in my early teens, and I was down there trying to figure this stuff out. I've been an advocate since day one. So when you talk about me on a world stage talking about Benjamin, you know, dealing with Palestine and. Uh, Benjamin Internet Yahoo. I was I was helping them, trying to get them to sit down, right? And and the difficulty in something like that is that neither of them are Christmas people. So you talk about the Yuletide, you talk about the the log, the famous log, not a Duraflame, but a, oh, what's it called? Yule log. You talk about the Christmas tree, you talk about the ornaments, and it's like you're speaking. French to these guys because one of them's the pointed star and the other one's God knows what no one's figured out yet part of the reason why everything's mad there and they're shooting rockets and throwing rocks and it, it's a lose-lose and I'm down there talking to him like I'm trying to talk to full Nelson and saying hey we got a problem here we got to figure it out and you know the Palestinians they may get mad when you say you know You can only get one haircut a year, so you better do it before Christmas. Look, I want to talk about when you're when you're walking around, you're you're, you're thinking, what the heck's that? What the hell's that thing? You go, hey, you know, I've seen that in a book when I was a kid. And you, well, that's a gorilla. I'm looking at me a gorilla, and or that's a giraffe. You got peacocks walking around, look, it's like they own the place. You go, wait, well. This is what the zoo is, and they've got all these all over this country. We're going to let those go to waste? Just throw them away? Can't be... We already got the last of the dipping dots, man. Tell me... Tell me that all these animals are going to live if you let them out into the wild? No way. It's just... It's not the way it was. Everyone's, Everyone's had a time where they think their fully adult son is still an infant. And it's 1968. Everyone's had that day. We all don't have our best days every day. Everyone's had that time where they think that the TV is having a conversation with them. And you're yelling at Lawrence Welk and he's not giving you, he's not letting you in any leeway. Until you realize it's not a telephone call, but it is, in fact, a television program. And everyone has had that time where they believe that they are currently in heaven with all their friends, with, with Flapjack, with, 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 with Sugar Pop, Cane Cola, and, and, and Gator Boy. But what's, what matters is not that you don't have these days. It's okay that you get over them and go on to the next one. Just find find on the sidewalk, West Cement. Find West Cement, write your name on there, put your hands, put your butt on there. People laugh. We say that's what's funny. They don't make sidewalks anymore. What are we going to do with that? 
Well, they'll tell you that you know people don't need to walk. They just stay inside. They just post on their Yahoo. <laughs> Not me. When I get to heaven, I want by God, I want to stand at the at the pearly gates. I'll tell St. Peter himself. I'll say, no way. The sidewalks is what I walked on. That's what we always walked on. It's what we fell on. We skid our knees. They just scab over. You pick them off and eat them. That's what kids did. You know, with great technology comes a great question. When the Xerox was the new hot dress in town, and she was the girl in red all the guys wanted to dance with, thing was, put your butt on it. Make everyone see all these black and white pictures of your butt, and it was funny because it didn't really look like your butt because of the technology back then. But what we didn't realize was we were laughing and playing with the uh, technology was that soon this meant that there weren't going to be as many skirts in the office. And we never think about that. We're having fun on Yahoo's and you <laughs> and, and the, the, the uh, grinder and scruff. But we're, we're, we're not thinking what the implications are going to be. You know, fact is, used to be you'd go into the library ask her a question, you know, it is, you know, was, was Tyrone Powers one of the gay actors? Was that a different fella? Was he straight? Now you can go on the computer. You can, you can pick up that iPad. You can yell it at that. Did some people, even their doorbells, you can say it to them. I know sometimes I go to the wrong house and they have a doorbell that can answer questions for me, but (laughs) we're not thinking about the lives of the people who aren't, going to have the job anymore where they tell you was Rock Hudson a homosexual or not? You know, did, you know, did, did John Daly die last year? We got to think about those people. This is America, man. We don't leave anyone in the review mirror. We put him in the back seat. Sometimes we got to make room our uncle made some root beer. We got to put it back there. And this isn't a trunk. It's a coupe. Trunk ain't so big. Engine's in the back. But we got to take him with us. So we don't take him with us. Someone else is going to take them. That someone may not be you, your friend, your neighbor, or me. It's going to be what you saw with Ron, Ronald, Ron, Ron, Ronald, Ronald Gunt. You know, back in the day, if you were keen on a girl, you'd write uh, your initials in the wood in a tree and put a heart around it. And you would do your initials, JB, for Jill Biden, and then whatever hers was. And her name her name was uh, Pleasant's Peachy, is pee-pee. And, I, and, and I, I wrote our initials up on the tree together because she was a pretty girl, and I wanted everyone to think, you know, I had... I had the first dibs and made her unpure. But things were changing even back then. And she uh, became a stewardess and they, they taught her how to put on makeup. You never got to see her again. And sometimes you have to think about that stuff and you wake up thinking about it and you think it just seems like yesterday. And next thing you know, you wake up and you're under six blankets and you're, who the, how the hell did I get under all these blankets? And you're looking around for Jill, but she's gone. She's there. You don't know. I think and that's by- that's that's part of the reason why we we made sure that healthcare is available for everybody. So these people are getting all these blankets they need. 
thinking about because there's just not enough. Think about the early 1980s. Talking to my friend, representative, beating Fox. What we talked about. What's what makes America? What makes America the power? What gives the power? Go keep control. What they're doing. Power in America. And working hard. Be do good. What things done. <laughs> when I said, well, what what drives you to do what things done for America? Be what do you love about this country? And he told me. He said, well, Joe. I love the people and the people and their belief and their love for each other and their love for this country. I said, I agree completely with you, Fox. And I said, you know, people are starting to lose that. They're losing their grip. They don't believe. They don't want to believe in that. That's what the youth has today. And I said, I got one thing to tell them right now. You want to be strong like Popeye, you got to find your olive oil. <laughs> you know, we used to be the biggest kid in the neighborhood that everyone looked at, say... My cat went down the sewer, man. Can you help me? That's not the case anymore because with with uh, the previous president who's in there now, he's going, I need a quarter for that. You got any gum? Okay, can you sit in your sister's lap, help you get that cat? That's not right, man. That's not why we do things. We do things. You don't think a sewer is any place for a cat. I'm sorry, man, but it, it gets me mad. To think, there's a little boy in Africa City right now who's never known United States or America that would get that cat just because it's the right thing to do. That's not what it's about. Now, I give my floor away. Oh, we used to have a bully in our neighborhood. His name was Buster Brinklage. And you knew that Buster was the bully because he wore a red and white horizontal striped shirt. It was just the way that we did things back then. We knew it was him. He had red hair and he had freckles. And nowadays that 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 ain't so that ain't so clear because we got guys like like Forrest Gump in the White House that are sitting there saying they're grabbing women by the you know what. And doing it to the who knows, who knows where. And there ain't much we can do about it as Americans, but fight back. And God, God bless, uh, you know, my wife, Joe. My, hu- I'm the husband, and we, you know, want you to go to JoeBiden.com. We want you to sign up. We want you to volunteer and contribute. We want you to upload a profile picture of not your body. That's very important. Not your body, but your face. So we can look at you. But not your body. Not, no, three-piece bikini or whatnot. Because at the end of the day, that stuff's going to fade, Jack. Just like Buster Brinklage grew into his puberty and worked at the car factory. Now, believe me, nothing. I mean, nothing gets me madder. The way that Rudolph touched president talks and demeans women women have been a constant force in my life the woman i came out with my mother and then into being an adult and you look at you check back on my record most of my life i've been married to a woman i've created women i've created women that have created other women and it's for all the bills and all the packages and every vote that we got to do, nothing makes me prouder than all the women I brought in this world. And women are 
have every ability that anyone white does, sometimes double. You know, you, can, you, you can, and to see, to have, uh, to have, uh, uh, to, to have, to have, uh, Mr. Mr. Guff in there saying all these things to women, saying that, saying that he's going to take them furniture shopping. Well, you know, I wish this was an election, even though we are going to win this. I wish it was an election. I wish it was a pull-up contest. <laughs> I, I, I always get upset with Forrest Gump when he brings up my son. Talking about my beautiful golden boy, my prince of among men, Dr. Hitler Biden, Hunter Biden, and saying stuff like he took this YouTube money and, and, and attacking his personal life and saying that he he did he ate all, he had uh he was addicted to booger sugar because that ain't just right Mac we got an, we got an apiary problem in this country of people suffering from that and, and and people survive the apiary crisis you know and they may have a little cash from it and and they may be caught with it but at the end of the day guess what they're the sons of Dr. Jill Biden. And that means you owe them respect and owe them respect for the work they've done with YouTube of, of getting partnered channels of helping put out makeup tutorials, uh, of getting react videos. And, and, and Dr. Hunter was there from the very start. And regardless his history of long cars and, he got a degree, and they never bring that up. And at the end of the day, regardless of what you think about people, he's the first one to take off or add blankets as needed. Talking about things change, things change to Coney Island. You used to go to the beach, you wear the suit. It was all one suit. had stripes. Men and women wore the same thing. We all wore the same suits. We lifted up our, our, our weights. They're triangles. Now they're more circles. They're globes. <laughs> Or discs. You got people, people, men and women, they used to sleep in bunk beds, one on top of another. They're not together. Thank God, me and my wife, Dr. Jill Stein, I wake up with her elbows in my mouth. I smell them. But at Coney Island, they don't, they don't even go there anymore. Your dad would get a leg lamp, and it would just be the envy of the neighborhood, and all the other dads would come and see it. And, of course, the wives didn't like it. But it would get the bully off your back for a little bit, which made things nice. Maybe you have a couple dogs in the neighborhood, and you'll think about them, and, and you know, all of a sudden you wake up, and everyone's telling you you're seventy something years old, and you're you can't get up because all these blankets, and everyone's yelling at you, trying to get you to draw clocks, not telling you why they want you to draw the clocks. And you just you have this overwhelming feeling that the world has passed you by, and that's what that's why, and that's and that's and that's how you have oh, that's how you have health care, and and that every ladies and gentlemen, Doctor Jill Biden. I want to say one last thing. Hopefully, this night night of your life, this night, every other night. You go, we're rolling the sled downhill after that one. I want you to say something. I want you to think back 
you were a boy, you were a girl, or whatever you were, I want you to think, what did it mean? What did, what did, the, what did America mean to you? Did it mean doing boardroom d- deals with uh, 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 Ru- Rudy, Rudolph the Goliath from New York? Did it mean you go to Russia to find out Putin's whole deal and say, "Hey, let's let's uh, let's get some let's let's retweet some trolls." <laughs> does, it mean, does it mean going over there to to uh, 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 Brian uh, Bernie Bernie Sandusky and saying, "Hey." I want you to bully women. None of these, none of the, none of this stuff, man. It means, you know what this means? You know what I realized what this country meant when I was a boy? It was when the town's worst drunk driver got a flat tire and everyone came together to get him a new one. <laughs> so he could go to a drive-in movie theater and he could see Attack of the Pod people. It meant... You know, going to the Polish part of town and helping them get the sugar out of their gas tanks. We didn't do it to them. They did it to themselves. They thought they worked the same way. But it meant <coughs> um, it, it meant making all those phone calls, writing all those letters, listening to all those records and dancing every step of the way. That's what I hope you think of when you think about this and I hope that you get on your phone, you get on your computer, you get on your smart TV. You go, you type in twenty one thirty Joe Biden dot TV slash Twitch TV. Going to the schools, talking to the kids, talking about how they got to vote when they're when they're old enough to vote at the high schools. Talk about the high schools. Go around the high schools, let them feel my arms. Say this is what it's about. Used to mix bleach and gasoline. We used to smell Joe Biden on the football fields when I was a kid. High school. I was quarterback, running back. I do it all. I do flips over people. I was the first guy to do that. I do a flip over and running. I ran touchdown, two t- tw- 20 touchdowns in the game. <laughs> the principal gave me the Medal of Honor. I said, these kids, these kids, they need an education, they need football, and you go to football and. You know, they'd be doing pranks. And you're seeing your pranks. They said they banned the senior pranks. I said, are you kidding me, man? Are you kidding me? You're seeing your pranks. Got to leave a turd in your friend's helmet. Otherwise, it's no kind of man you're going to be. I am the only presidential candidate willing to stand up to NASCAR <laughs> to tell them that we don't want AR to tell the to tell NASCAR and Dale Earnhardt Jr. and stand up to them for the American people that we don't want AR teens in our schools. We don't want them. When I was president and that nuclear bomb hit Sandy Hook, it hurt me to a point where I thought that I'm never gonna get out from under these blankets again. And now I see what NASCAR is doing nationally, and I'm going to get the Tom Brady bill passed again to double down on the stuff that they don't like 
Because at the end of the day, they're bullies. And they got Grand Theft Auto guns, and they're ready to take us on. But guess what? You can't shoot an idea V for um, Vendetta. And that's just the flapjack, because at the end of the day, if your chili ain't smoking, it ain't ready. And that ain't going to be no five alarms, and the firemen ain't going to even stand up for it. My name is Dr. Jill Biden. <laughs> I hope you're being yourself, too. Thank you for being here tonight. If you're sick of a president who cares more about... His golf putt, then what it costs to go to Pizza Hut? You got a friend over here. If you're sick of waking up in the morning knowing that the president has spent more time on, on, his, on his phone and his apps than you have at your job, we'd like you over here. If you're somebody who thinks it's an honor, not a right, to have health care. Well, let's take off your glove because I want to hold your hand. My wife, I'm here with my wife. She's driving. She's driving us back. Thank you so much for being who you are all the time. And in November, we are going to take this White House for a ride. Thank you, Jack. Look, fuck, I... My job, we're going, where we're going with, I've been a father, brother, father, husband, my my husband, Joe Biden. We've gone through everything together through hell and back. So America's about sticking together. When we're talking about, we're talking about going, where it's January 1st, New Year's Day, or Christmas morning, both times of the year. We're going to be here together as America. We're standing together, go to the White House, have breakfast, have one blanket bed. We're saying that people deserve better. They, had, they don't be wars and and Brock, by God, rest his soul. He he told me everything I needed to know. He was the father to me when we were president. And well, well, excuse me. Listen, slut. That this. Thank you. Listen, slut. I know you, uh, bi uh, bitch. Uh, listen. In the front row, I know what you're saying. I know what you're you're going at, what you're mad at, chicken legs. And that's not a sexy remark, sexist. That's not a sexy remark because you, you got the skinny real legs and you're over there trying to yell at me saying, I don't know two from ten, but guess what? It's two different numbers. And I've spent more time in China than anybody else has. And I've, I've hung out with Highland Pig. And I've had over 40 hours of dinner with the man and spent time there on the, the plateau in China, and I saw all the 20 million people, and I shook their hand, and I never got the Wuhan, I never got the Irish curse from them, or from the bat soup. So, he asked me, right, what's what's that mean to you, lady? And I said it means possi possibilities about what America is, right? The choices we have. And you're going to come at me, yelling at me about something about, you know, a bazookas or something or kids throwing rocks or something. I don't know what you're talking about. I just, I'm going to get defensive. I'm going to, I'm going to recoil. And if you're not okay with that, then I guess my name isn't Jill Stein, Biden, Joe, Jill, 
doctor. I'm Dr. Jill St Where's my blankets? Anyone anyone seen yeah, the thing you put in the phone? I swear to God, the new helper around here. I'm not raising a stand. She's Filipino, right? She's gotta be Filipino. No, she's Filipino. She told me. She told me. Of course she told me. I remember. If I can remember, I can drive. Hunter, he's on his booger sugar. He says he's taking my license away. I said, listen, Jack. All right, I got a cartoon by, you know, House Horace Suds in my office. It's me dressed as a bandit. I'm wearing the black and white striped shirt, and it says I'm stealing the health care, and that the I'm a job creator. It was in the New York Times. It's a very famous magazine. I've always been proud of it. I don't get it, right? But at the end of the day, I'm driving that long car. I'm going to the beach, and I'm dipping just the hood of the car into the water, just like me and Tippy Toe did back in the day. Because at the end of the day, you got to know where you come from, Jack. And even if you don't, I do. And that's why I'm going to die and be buried side by side with Dr. Jill Stein, Joe... Me, no, reset, Biden. Dr. Hunter said that he's, he's making a, called it a web series about uh, kids with imposters, kids who are superheroes, but they have imposter syndrome. I don't know what it is, but he's a special little sugar bear. And I want to put him in my pocket just like when he was born. We're getting Hunter. He just got a great new job at Barstool Sports. Support him all along the way, helping. You know, I hear he's working very closely with uh, Frank the Tank. And uh, I'm happy for him. I'm happy. But these questions of corruption, like, just look at the guy. He's still got those little baby cheeks, and I pinch him every day. He tells me to stop. I'm going to make the blood vessels pop. I don't care. He's my special little guy, and he always will be, right? So you come at him. I'm going to go all mama bear, me and Jill Stein, Biden. And we're going to go, and we're going to put elbows out at Forrest Gump, and we're going to take him out. Because, you know, we're aiming for the White House, and guess what? You aim high enough, you shoot for the stars, you may just hit the sky. Hunter told me it's clean and on straight and narrow, and he wants to start a, a, a restaurant that also has its own line of denim. I think <laughs> it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. I think he's finally on the right path. Take, and take a whole box you got in your attic. You fill up Portuguese magazines, Portuguese books. You got this. can't say you ever know how to read. <laughs> you say you look out the windows, attic windows, uh, it's an octagon. It's, it's beautiful. And the sun's coming out and the birds are treating. But you see how in the trees, blue jay, you wonder if that was me, man. Going around knocking, knocking other birds' eggs out of other nests. I mean, that'd be the king. Just flying around up there and. And even, though, and even in the winter, it's just like all, all blue and now I'm beautiful. And so I told Barack on the last day, and you know, we, we, you know, we shared it. We shared the, the hot tub, and you know, I had a few, a few drinks to boot. He said, you "No, know, you could just, we could just go. You know, we could go you know, take you jail Michelle, the, the, the Baba, the girls, Obama's girls." Live on an island. I said, "Well, that sounds all well and good, but we got some 
had an evil defeat here. You know, my dad was a white collar worker. You, he well, with uh, he he was uh, he he was white. We went His to shirt, space. We went to the moon. Shirt had the collar. About, used to be so cold. So cold. Guys, 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 and you look at a pretty girl like that.